again last time I reviewed the BX options class builder book and I had said that I was going to go through and kind of do some of the worksheets and kind of walk through it once to give everybody an example of what it's like so we're gonna do that today but as you always know somebody has to leave a voice message so let's see what this caller has to say Hey, Evil Jeff, Jason here. I heard you talking about alignment and wanted to chip in. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, I, by the way, I'm with you 100%. There's no question that wrestlers are great athletes. Well, most of them are great athletes, right? There are always exceptions. But that said, yes, professional wrestling takes a great amount of athletic ability. And, you, you know, there's no question about that. So, on the product you reviewed... I see why it would appeal to you, you being an old hero system and champions guy. I can understand why wanting to balance things and do number costs and crunch the number crunching, I can see why that would appeal to you. I think you can probably pull off pretty much most of what you want to do with the basic classes and just flavoring it, but it does sound interesting and I will check it out. So thank you for the review. Look forward to your next episode. Yeah, when you had examples like Andre the Giant, you just had to have size. You know, you didn't have to have any athletics there. Um, now, some of the other guys later on, uh, the wrestler that was called Yokozuna, you know, for a dude that was 600 pounds and could get up there and move fairly as easily as he did, yeah, there were some athletic abilities in there. And some of the other stuff those guys do, you know, pre still pretty impressive. You know, Cactus Jack, definitely not an athlete, but that man put his body on the line. And I, you know, even got to see him live a couple times. It was just crazy to think what he was willing to do and, and could just pull off night after night. You know, there definitely something was wrong with him at times. Now, onto the subject of the book, you know, and flavoring everything, I'm trying to think. And your hero comment's fine. But I'm just like, wait a minute. Did, did I not talk about that? Did I mention about the ways we could adapt the different classes or something? And did I miss something? Hey, Jason here again. I know I left you a message giving you a hard time over your review because it called back to your hero's leanings and origins and all that stuff. But that's not very fair to you. And, and I would like to apologize for that. Um, well, not really. Different people attract different things. If number crunching is your thing, then I, I shouldn't take that away from you, huh? You, sh you should be able to thrive on that. But, yeah, I, I'll check this book out. It, it sounds interesting. I, I'm still not convinced you can't do a lot of what you want to do. The player can't do it with the base classes like they are. And, and with the player and the GM and just a little bit of ingenuity, you can't just all do this. But seeing the... And I'm not convinced all the classes need to be balanced, to be honest. I, I know a lot of people feel that they have to be balanced and want them to be. I'm not sure that's a, a need, but 
it, it definitely sounds like a book somebody's put a lot of effort into and yeah, I'll check it out. So, so I want to thank you once again for the review. All right. So that makes a little bit more sense now. Thank you for that bit of clarification. And it tells me that I did not do a good job what I said to do on the original review. I'm not seeking balance in between the classes. Okay, I'm not I'm not doing that. I'm not trying to make one equal to another one, etc. What I'm trying to do is make sure we don't get any of these classes that really become OP. You know, when you look at the different experience points needed for the different classes and the way uh, it is broken down and the formula that was given years ago in the Dragon Magazine and now that the Welsh Piper has uh, revised and kind of given us pretty darn close to what it truly is in BX, when you see all these other classes that other people make, you start realizing that some of these things are extremely overpowered for that. So while somebody starts at, you know, first level, all of a sudden you get this one character that's just, you know, bigger and badder than two other characters combined. That is not having balance when abilities are far beyond that. Now, if they have all these abilities at first level, cool, but they need to have an equal amount of experience points to go up to the next level. That's the only balance I'm looking for. Thieves in BX only need, what, 1250 to go up to first level? And we always lament how weak they are. Yet you look at magic user, you know, you're thinking, well, magic user ain't all that, but, you know, it costs you a heck of a lot more to go up to second level than it does a thief. Same hit points, has worse armor, you know, armor class, you know, it's got armor restrictions, got weapon restrictions, but we get to cast spells and everything. And, you know, it balances out later on because then, you know, once you get to a fifth level, once you get a, a mage to fifth level, uh, fireball comes into play and the field flops. You know, now they are dangerous. Second, third level, yeah, I'm not too worried about those mages. First level, not really worried about them, you know. You know, target the mage. Yep, that's what we go for. Cool. Um, but if they're decent level, okay. But the balance I wanted was to make sure that any of these classes that I may go and use in my game are not too overpowering. You know, I want to keep it within the realm of what we already have. Um, and as for the flavoring that you wanted... You know, when you go and look at all of the base classes, he has several variants in there, which would do what you want to, want to do. And it just makes a few changes here and there, and you can calculate it out. It might change the XP 100 or 200 here and there in the variants, but not so bad where you couldn't live with it, because it is a variant. You know, if you give them a little bit more restriction, they get a little bit of a break on their XP. If you add a 
little bit of a ability to them, you've got to add some more XP. You know, that's honestly the only balance I really care about. So, I'm glad you're going to go get the book and look at it. Um, I think you, once you look at it, you're going to understand. We'll go ahead and start on our example here and let you kind of hear how one is built. Inside the book, we have the worksheet. The worksheet is broken up into three areas. We have the basic abilities, special abilities, and restrictions. I didn't like writing on a piece of paper, going back and forth, erasing things back and forth. Um, also, I'd rather have things adding up for me really quick. So I whipped together an Excel spreadsheet to help out just with the adding. And this allows me to tweak it here and there and try out different things. So we'll start off with basic abilities. Now, the Artathi race that Minion Delta likes to use is from a book called The Book of Races. I don't remember who the author is, but it was originally written for Swords and Wizardry. So it should even out, be close to something in, you know, in what we'd have in BX. I've got to do a little tweaking here and there because, you know, with Swords and Wizardry, you only have a single save there, and BX, we got five saves, so we got to kind of work around it. With basic abilities, let's start with this. You've got eight areas that you can add to your XP cost. The first one is Prime Requisite. Does your character have a Prime Requisite? The Artathi does. It's Dexterity. 100 XP per Requisite. Boom. Hit Dice. It's 100 XP per die type. So a D4 would be 400, D6, 600. The Artathi start off with a D6 plus 1 per level. So immediately I'm thinking we've got a problem. We've got to add 1 every time. Well, let's split the difference. Since a D6 is 600, D8 is 800, let's just call it 700. Okay. Armor. With armor, if you do not have any restrictions, 200 XP. If you do have restrictions, 100 XP, none, there's zero armor allowed, zero XP. The Artathi are allowed to use leather. So... 100 XP there. Shields. If you can use a shield, 100 XP. If you can't, no XP. Artathi are not allowed to use shields. Weaponry. 200 XP to use any weapon. 100 if you have a restriction. Or 0 XP if you cannot use weapons at all. And in this case, uh, the Artathi, it lists it as any, though they prefer simple primitive weaponry. Well, the word any is in there. We're going to stick with any. So, 200 XP right there. In the text, there is nothing that says Artathi have any other languages rather than what you would normally have in BX. So, uh, alignment and common, every class gets for free. Now, if you don't use alignment, well, okay, fine. No skin off your nose, didn't add anything. Doesn't take anything away either. So for every language, additional language, it costs you 100 XP. 
Let's go ahead and add to this a little bit. The Artathi are cats, and we know that cats can emote a lot with their facial features and their tail and the way they stand. And there's probably some uh, noises going on that you and I don't normally hear. So why don't we just say the Artathi have their own language? So that's going to cost 100 XP. The original combat progression that the Artathi had was listed as a cleric. Now, when I looked at this, it talks about the Artathi uh, being fierce warriors, etc. And I'm like, really? You're going to make them as a cleric? I didn't like how slow they were advancing like that. But I went ahead and put Cleric in there. So that's only going to cost me 200 XP. Saving throws were also the same. And that's going to cost us, uh, if you're doing it as a Cleric, it's going to cost us 400 XP. My problem was I didn't know exactly how in the world this all worked out. And when you look at saving throws, it's based upon the sum of all the saving throws at maximum experience. So, halflings and dwarves, you sum up the total of their saving throws at top level, it's only 19 points. 19 points right there. Which, Welsh Piper says, okay, we're going to cost 600 XP right there. Fighters coming at 28 points, that's 500 XP. Clerics at 30 points. Elves at 37, Magic Users Thieves right at 42, 44, and Normal Human, who cares, 100. So it's going to cost you at least 100 in there. I wasn't sure exactly how I wanted to do the Artathi here. Could I do a Fighter? Could I do a Thief or something like that? Um, do an Elf for saving throws? It... it it really was kind of weird. I, I couldn't quite figure out what I wanted to do. But I wanted to, I need to get this sort of in line with what he already had. So I went ahead and just put Thief there for 200 XP. So we add up all the basic abilities, and voila, we now have a 1600 point total for that section. I'm going to turn my attention to the restrictions section next, since that is already in the text. I could do it real quick. There's only two things in there. Now, in restrictions, we have seven areas. Uh, requirements. Are there any requirements to be that class? Uh, minimum attribute scores. None for Artathi. Not going to cost me anything. Uh, size. Is the creature in question smaller than four foot, taller than seven foot? If you are, you're living in a human world, so you have a little bit of difficulty. It would give you a, uh, it would cost you what, one minus 100 XP. So we're giving you a bit here. But since the Artathi is normal size, zero. Are there any equipment that you have to have? Right? You either prohibited from using it, or um, you have to have certain equipment. A cleric has to have his holy symbol. 
If you have to have that, it's minus 100 XP per item. Artathi don't need anything, so zero. Is there some sort of oath, the what they call the pledge? Is there an alignment restriction? Any sort of pledge like that, it's minus 100 for each one. The Artathi do not have anything like that, so zero. And is there any weakness? You know, can't perform it in a specific circumstance. You know, they give you a couple of examples. There are no weaknesses, so zero. But now, we have two other ones. Maximum level and stronghold level. Maximum level is calculated as whatever level you can get to. In this case, ninth level. Since BX, the top level for clerics, fighters, you know, the human classes is 14. We subtract 9 from 14. That gives us 5. It is minus 100 XP per level difference. So that's minus 500 right there. Stronghold level is when you're able to attract followers. Now you can build at any time, but it's when you can attract followers. The Artathi it says at ninth level, they can establish their own tribe. So there you go. We're attracting them. It's minus 100 XP per level, starting off at 1. So it's always minus 100 in there. Since it's ninth level, minus 900. So the Artathi get basically a bonus. Uh, we subtract out 1,400 XP from their total XP. So if you're keeping track right now, that's minus two, excuse me, it's 200 XP is the base XP so far for the Atathi. So that leaves us with special abilities of the Artathi. And in the original book, we have four uh, class abilities that they're given. First one is low light vision. So we're going to call that InfraVision for this. The bonus that you get, uh, we have to add 100 XP for every 30 foot of InfraVision range. No range is listed in here. So let's just make it even with everybody else, uh, 60 foot. We have the option of jacking that up later on, but let's just go with 60 foot for now. So that's 200 XP. They also have a uh, set of bonuses here. Um, a plus one bonus on checks for hunting, tracking, and other efforts relating to surviving in the wilderness. Now, that's not something that's normally within BX. You know, we don't really have that in the standard classes. So, immediately I'm starting to look through his list of special abilities, the ones that are similar to the ones that we have in uh, the OSE rules tome. But he also has a couple that he's added in himself that kind of are lining up with a lot of what we have in other uh, systems, but, you know, BXifying it. So, I'm looking at this, you're getting a bonus to a roll. You know, now... We are using a skill roll here. Okay. Uh, do we have any of that? Well, 
not really. They've got innate skills, which is, uh, you know, for like, you know, detect secret doors, listen to doors, things like that. There's learn skills, but you learn it at first level and then it advances an improvement. We've got weapon mastery, weapon proficiency. And you gain a plus one to hit damage with a certain type of weapon and proficiency with a certain, you know, or a group or a specific weapon. Oh, wait a minute. Weapon proficiency kind of works out here. Because I'm not going to get anything else later on. It's just that one time if we use it. So why don't we say, because it said hunting, tracking, and then wilderness survival. Let's just go ahead and say 100 for each of those. Because we're going to use different um, things at times. You know, Maybe it is going to be wisdom based. Maybe we're going to do some sort of... Constitution save, or I shouldn't say Constitution save, Constitution check, you know, for a skill ability in there. Because, I mean, that's what we could do in BX. So, let's say 100 for each one of those. That was three of them. So, 300 additional XP. It also says that we have a saving throw. There incredibly nimble and gain plus four on saving throws to avoid effects that target an area instead of an individual. And they do not get that if they're wearing armor heavier than leather. Well, we've got that in here. There's a saving throw bonus, and it says you get a plus one to a single saving throw category. 200, you know, so it's 200 XP for every plus one. But you have the XP cost if the bonus has partial application within a category. A specific type of poison instead of all poisons. A save burnt bonus versus spells, but not rods and staves. So, we're talking plus four on the save. Now, I might be wrong on this one. I might have to go back and tweak a little bit. And we'll see what that looks like. But if we follow what they say... In here, here in our book, um, a plus four bonus would be 800 XP. But because it's an area effect, you know, only for area effects, so spells that target the individual right out. So there's only a few spells that target an area. Um, dragon breath, you know, breath weapons can target an area, but some of them do not. Poison, I mean, if you're in like a poison cloud or something like that. So there's not a huge amount of saves out there that force you, you know, for an area effect. So let's go ahead and have that. So instead of 800, we'll be down to 400. I might need to up that later on. Okay, so the other one that's in here is natural weapons. The... Artathi have sharp claws. Okay, so they can deal damage as a dagger. There's nothing in here about that. Oh, it, it kills me to do that. But I started looking and thinking about it for a second. And what's happening here, it's it's hand-to-hand -hand combat. In BX, if you are doing hand-to-hand -hand combat, one or two points. 
since this can do damage as a dagger, then there is a section called damage bonus. Inflict extra damage with a particular attack type. Melee, missile, unarmed, or spell. Plus one, or yeah, for plus one damage is 200 XP. Plus two damage, 400 XP. Well, why don't we say with the claws, that's melee, and since we're rolling a D4, let's go ahead and put in 400 there. Now, that's a little excessive, and I might tweak that back down later on, but that gives me a good base to go with. So, we've got the 300 points for hunting, tracking, uh, wilderness survival, we've got low light vision, we've got natural weapons, and plus four on saves. Okay, now when I added all that up, my total base XP was 1500. And I look over at what the original Tathy has, the original advancement, and it says it's uh, 1751, which is how I guess we're doing Swords and Wizardry. So it's a little bit off. So yeah, I mean, based on what they have, that's kind of cool. All right, I don't mind that. But I'd like to tweak it a little bit more. I want it to be more of my vision. I don't like the Artathi fighting as a cleric. I do like them fighting as a fighter. So I'm gonna put 300 in there instead of the 200. Saving throws will still say the same. And why don't we just go ahead and say that the Artathi also have good hearing. Well, in here we have the innate skill, listen at doors. So why don't I just say, oh, sharp hearing, hear noise. Haha. <laughs> and it's a two and six chance, like an elf or something like that. Okay, so I'll see. Yep, 200 XP for a two and six chance. So let me go in here and add in the 200. And that gives me special ability total of 1500. And lo and behold, my base XP is 1800. That puts me right close to what we have in Artathi. I feel good about that. That, that now means that my, the Artathi is in line with what I would have with any of the classes in BX OSE. Advancement rate's not going to be super fast or super slow, it should be about the same for what bonuses we're getting there. Alright, so there's the example I have. Let me talk about a few other examples that I went through. There are two other classes that were in the Book of Races that I have used. Uh, the first one was the one that Minion Bravo used, which was the Giant Kin. So, uh, you're talking uh, kind of a half giant, I guess is what we're talking about. Kind of like a half uh, stone giant. So, I went through and added up all that cost. Uh, you know, low light, vision, natural armor that added plus one. Um, because of their strength, they actually add plus one to melee, missile attacks, and unarmed attacks, and versus poison and disease, all poison and disease, plus four versus that, so that's, 18, that's 800 XP in there. So when we look at the total cost 
of the uh, giant kin here. Uh, I came up with a lovely 2100. The original giant kin is 2000. So, okay, that's pretty darn close in there. I, I think that worked out. So I could use either the giant kin as it is or add a little bit here to get it more in line. Eh, it depends on what we want to do. There is also another one, the Fey Touch. Now, when you read through this information, it's where the elves and half-elves have traveled to the fairy courts. They have been touched by the Fey, so now they have some uh, residual effects left over from that. They basically are still a little bit of not really elf or half elf. So you're building them roughly the same. And when I did everything, it equaled out to about 2,500 XP. But when I go through and look at what Fate Touched have here, uh, base cost was 2,000. Okay, so not exactly the same. 500 is a fairly significant amount of XP for me. Probably could still go through and tweak it a little bit but you know I'm not really as heavy on that one but what I was looking at though was you guessed it Paysetter yes BX Remastered because in here we've got some their reimagining of different classes and if you you can even think back <laughs> to my review, and I know most people blank that out on purpose. You know, it was painful. There were some questionable things that I saw within the Paysetter version. One of which was the thief. You know, the thief got jacked up to 2500 XP, equal with a lot of the other classes. And elves. And half-elves, instead of being more XP, were dropped down. So I decided, let me look at if I use the BX Options Class Builder on what Paysetter did, how would that equal out? So I pull up the elf on here, and everything is the same. Okay, it's exactly the same as the elf. So, same prime requisite, hit dice, armor, saving throws. I mean, there you can look at the chart in the Paysetter book, exactly the same. Now, there's a few differences that we have. Uh, one, they allow the elves to go up to 18th level. Okay. But the elf is also not allowed to get a stronghold until 18th level. So I decided that since the stronghold level is 18th level, minus 1800 XP. But because there's no maximum, the maximum level is above 14, or they're allowed to go to 14th level at least, then there's no, you know, no bonus here of taking some XP away. So zero. Uh, they got to have a spell book and everything, so there were total restrictions as I came up with this minus 2,000 XP. 
and then there's a, another little tweak. Uh, they've got Sure Shot, which was, uh, you get to re-roll. If you're using a bow, you get to re-roll at least once a day. Uh, it advances, you get an extra bonus every three levels. That equals out to 600 XP as per the rules in the book and provisions in there. They also get a plus one weapon bonus when using a short or normal sword, a short or a long bow. Automatic 400 XP right there. It's the spell casting that gets us. Spell casting gets us. When you look at how the spellcasting goes in BX options, uh, you are getting a hundred XP per maximum spell level. Uh, I'm sorry, that's divine spells. Uh, for arcane spells, it's 400 XP per maximum level. So the elf is allowed to go up to fifth level in BX right so that's 2000 XP so if I just did what paysetter said or excuse me if I take paysetter's idea but limit it to fifth level uh, the total XP cost would be 3200 but they go up to ninth level with their spells so that's 3600 XP technically this elf should cost 4,800 XP. Yet you look in here and the elf has a base experience of 2,500. Hmm. Flip over to the half elf real quick. I'm not going to go through everything in there. Where's the half elf on my chart? Yeah. Uh, adding in everything where the half elf has, um, <laughs> it's supposed to be 5,200 XP. If I adjust the spell casting down to what BX has, uh, 3200 is what I'd have. So the half elf seems to be a bit out of alignment here. What about the thief? What about the thief that we had? Well, I went and added up the thief, and I've got to readjust my numbers while I have it sitting here in front of me, real quick. But we go through and uh, keep the thief in there. Uh, base XP. Um, what did I do here? I did something wrong. What did I do wrong? I'm not sure. <laughs> uh, oh, I added a whole bunch of stuff. That's what I did. Uh, adding everything up as I'm looking at it uh, would be 1100 XP. So that's fairly close to what they, uh, you know, we have 1250 in there. Uh, I've got to do some tweaking. i got to figure out what, what I did wrong here just a second ago. But when I add in, uh, why am I saying what I add in there? I, I apologize, guys. It's late at night while I'm trying to do this. While I'm thinking about it, I couldn't sleep. <laughs> but, uh looking at it, there's some additional features that the thief gets to have here. Um, 
and I'm trying to remember. Oh no, that's right. Yeah, they don't have it. It's just it's exactly the same. That's right. It's it's pretty much the same. So they're saying that it needs to be twenty five hundred XP yet for keeping it in line with everything that BX had, it would normally be like twelve fifty. So I went through and added some stuff. I said, you know what? Why don't we add a thing where urban, th you know, because most of these thieves are going to be urban. Why don't they be good at trailing people, trailing their marks, you know, adding some stuff to it? So I added a uh, 1d6 to start off with and then improves every uh, two levels. So that's 800 more XP. Um, I gave them a plus one damage bonus with a dagger at fourth level and a plus one weapon mastery with a dagger at eighth level. So that's 200 XP on each of them. I allow them to use any weapon. Now, typically, it's I believe it says it's no two-handed. But by giving them any, that's 2,000. And I change their hit dice from a D4 to a D6. When I add all that up, that base XP is 2,600. That's a lot closer to the XP that the BX Remastered has. So, yeah, they really hose the thief here. I mean, you're not getting anything but... I mean, if they had changed the thief abilities, if they changed the thief abilities, it'd be great, but they didn't. I got a little annoyed with that. I, I decided to look um, at something that was new, maybe. I decided to look at their version of the monk. Um, see if it added up. Uh, by my calculations, um, it actually works out about the uh, correct. It looks like it's 2,500 XP. Now, there's a little bit of a, a change that I've got to make here. I'm having to guess with some things. And, you know, this is where it gets to be subjective. I reached out to the Welsh Piper and asked him about the worksheets he used. Because he has some other options in there, but I was like, you know, show us some of those worksheets. Because they, he has some uh, features in, let's say, like, you know, the Barbarian under Fighter. You know, this is an alternate class. Um, but... He's got a few additional abilities, like you know, like the one right here, you know, Wilderness Survival. Okay. Well, let's see. In the home terrain, barbarians can track, hunt, forage, secure shelter, fashion tools, da-da-da. Failed attempts may be rolled, though each subsequent roll represents 1d4 hours of effort. Okay, cool. Um, how much does that cost? Because the barbarian in here, going up to second level is 2,500. So, you know, that's only 500 more than the fighter. They're not allowed to use anything except, um, oh, any non-plate armor, including shields. And they would prefer to use furs and hides. So, I, I reached out to him and said, hey, you got any of these worksheets available? And... As soon as things calm down for him, uh, he is looking at releasing all of his worksheets. So we can give more examples of how this works. 
So I might still end up tweaking the BX, uh, BX revised monk. But yeah, um, that just kind of tells me a little bit more that pace setter. They just threw some numbers that look cool and everything in there. They obviously didn't care about it, but that means that everything, if you just use it as verbatim here, you know, should be okay, right? Oh, wait a minute. The cleric is only 1500 XP. Isn't that the same as we have in BXOSE? Hmm. So, I decided to also look at one other class. Uh, Minion Bravo had asked about a warlock for the game. So, I had found a warlock online, uh, the OSR warlock, and I do not remember who the gentleman was that did it. I ran it through the class options builder, and base XP ended up being like 3,900 to go up to second level. The warlock in there that as the creator had it was like 2100 and i realized really quick that the way the warlock was written would definitely throw things out of whack in bx you know too many too many things straight off the bat not a lot of penalties i mean there's some penalties in there but not not enough to offset things I did look one other time, uh, Tim Brannon has done a large number of classes, and he actually has the VX Options class builder. He went through and looked at his characters that he's created, see how close they are, and found out they're pretty darn close. So if you've got things from Tim Brannon, uh, cool, go ahead and add them in. I believe I saw John Allen Large had added that to his campaign. So, that'd be cool. I'd like to, you know, go get some more of Tim Brand's stuff. I think it's the Witch series. There are several different witches he has. And I think he's got some other stuff running around there. Okay, I spent way too long talking about that in that last segment. I'm done for the night. If you've listened this long, you know, kudos to you. Uh, this has uh, been a little bit of an endeavor. Uh, if you are thinking about picking up the BX Options Class Builder book, I really recommend it. I think it can help you add some flavor to your characters, tweak things, but help you keep them from being, you know, too overpowered for the amount of XP that you put into them. I think that's really what I get from this. I'm going to get characters, get classes in line that um, can balance. You know, okay, some people don't like the term balance out there, but they're not going to overpower other classes. That, to me, is really the big key there. Uh, I'd be interested to see what uh, Spencer... Over at Keep Off the Borderlands, I saw that he had picked up the book himself. So I'd like to see what he thinks of it as he goes through there. And Jason over at Nerd RPG Variety Cast, which you 
know and love, and he's probably going to call in after this. Uh, he's going to get it too, so it'll be interesting to see what he feels about it. But that's enough from me. Y'all have a good night. We'll see you again.